Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We are thrilled to announce that we are welcoming a wonderful new sponsor to Conversations on Dance, Yumiko. As avid fans and consumers of Yumiko's quality and personalized dancewear, we are thrilled to partner with this exceptional company. Founded in 2002, Yumiko creates long-lasting and great-fitting dance and athletic wear of the highest quality. What began as a small collection of leotard designs has grown into a phenomenon that has redefined the dancewear industry. To celebrate Yumiko's support of Conversations on Dance, we are excited to be announcing a special giveaway coming later this month, so stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations on Dance and at Yumiko for details on how to enter to win. And don't forget to check out their website, yumiko.com, and visit their flagship boutique in New York City featuring the all-new interactive color bar. You guys have to check this out. Now is the perfect time to experience the perfect fit of Yumiko dancewear products. This episode is brought to you by the Town of Vale and hosted by Manor Vale Lodge, important partners of the 2018 Vale Dance Festival. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. On this week's episode of Conversations on Dance, we are thrilled to be joined once again by American Ballet Theater principal Isabella Boylston. We caught up with her at the Vail Dance Festival, where we talked about her most recent season at the Met with ABT, how her second year running the Ballet Sun Valley Festival differed from the first, and her preparations for her first performances dancing Justin Peck's increases. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank, Hi Thank guys. you for joining us on your on a very busy weekend. Yeah, you have no rehearsal problem. in like an hour, so Thanks, we'll get you guys. in and out. Cool. <laughs> we just had a really fun trek through the wilderness on our way here. Yes, did, we did. We stopped for a little foot bath in the creek. Yeah, trying to get that ankle unswollen <laughs> with uns- not much success, but you know. <laughs> but it felt good. That it felt, felt good, yeah. And we were in nature for a second, yeah. so it was yeah. nice. Good. Nice moments <laughs> avail. Um, okay, so we're just probably going to play a little bit of catch up with you since cool. we talked to you fairly recently. Yeah. Um, but every Met season has its challenges and rewards. This year, you made your debut in Nakia. 
and Bayadair. So you've done Gamzati mm-hmm. before, and I'm sure you've done every single shade and shade variation and all yeah. of that life. Literally so, every part in the ballet, uh, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like to finally get to the peak of the ballet, and um, what was your experience like with the role? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I actually think after doing Gamzati that um, Gamzati is much harder than Nikia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least for me, like it has such a like hardness to it, the role, mm-hmm. um, like a ton of jumping and don't you do Italian fuetes fuetes into yeah, fuetes? Italian fuetes into regular fuetes mm-hmm. and then terrible. like a pretty virtuosic solo in the third act. Mm-hmm. And also I think, um, in a way the character Gamzati's character is like pretty complex. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed working with Makarovan Nikia. Oh it was pretty cool. She's <sighs> hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, a few years ago, I had an experience with her where she got so like frustrated with me that she just picked up her bag and walked out of the studio in the middle of the rehearsal. It was, I mean, a long time ago. I was probably like my first time doing Gamzati. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then a couple days later, she saw me in the bathroom at ABT and she was like, Susan, Susan Jaffe, my coach, uh-huh. Susan told me that you think I don't like you, but on the contrary. <laughs> so I guess that was her way of being like really tough, tough on me. Yeah. yeah. Tough love. Yeah. Tough love. Um, but anyways, this year was, I think we, maybe I learned to work with her a little better. I'm like more confident now than I was back then and yeah um actually this is a really cool story she like my right before my debut um she noticed that I wasn't wearing any earrings and so she took out the gold earrings that she was wearing and gave them to me to wear That's for the so show great. yeah Aww. it was really That's cool so special. yeah special. but I I definitely enjoy the role of Nakia more than Gamzati and it was really really fun what was the coaching process like with her what were some of the things that she really felt were important to portray to you and make sure that you took and brought to the stage? Well, I felt like this time around, she kind of emphasized like, well, I can't just like tell you everything. You have to figure it Mm. out on your own. Sure. Whereas before she would be so, so specific. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of liberating, but then also a lot of pressure. Um, And she also talked a lot about like rolling through the feet, which she was so incredible mm-hmm. at, obviously uh-huh. using the feet really well. And then just really using your torso and upper body to like convey all the expressiveness mm-hmm. and in a way that will hopefully read to the back row of the audience. Um, but yeah, she's definitely tough. She's not going to like lavish you with compliments (laughs) even after the shows she would just kind of be like okay (laughs) (laughs) but you know oh another thing she also wrote me like the most amazing card like the sweetest note anyone has ever written me that i'm gonna save forever Mm -hmm. it was really cool was it before your first if i ever write a memoir i'll publish it there (laughs) (laughs) we'll look out for that yeah definitely (laughs) I, i think it's interesting that you mentioned um like being very specific and sort of spoon feeding you mm-hmm. for Gamzati and then letting you take your own way yeah. in Nakia because that's indicative of your own evolution as an artist. She's giving you what you need in each moment totally. of your career. Yeah, totally. 
I mean, she's obviously a really intelligent and um, was such a, like, I think curious artist, mm-hmm. just all constantly transforming herself. And yeah. So what kind of work did you do to create your own personal um, adaptation of the role? Well, I worked with my acting coach, Bayam. <laughs> and um, tell us more about your acting coach. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. awesome. Does he work with you for most ballets? or was I just- worked with him this season on Giselle, Nikia, and Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And we've worked together for years. And um, it just gives you like stuff to think about at every point in the ballet so you're never just like doing a vague mood like happy sad Mm -hmm. in love that's too vague it's Mm -hmm. always like what is your character doing what is your character's objective in each scene and then also like tools for getting into character like for example I guess this is kind of method Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like in Nikia's first entrance you're like walking out of the temple and so you like start your sort of um reverent walks like backstage in the wing so by the time you get out you're already in In it it. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it just helps helps me so much to feel more well-rounded and also more confident Mm -hmm. when I go out there just more prepared um so I feel like it also like opens I plan a lot of stuff but then it having all those things in place you can be so much more spontaneous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've really like loved working with him so much. Yeah. Does he have a background in ballet or is this just straight acting? He, um, he's not, he was never a dancer, mm-hmm. but he's worked with a lot of dancers. He worked with Susan Jaffe and Kevin McKenzie, and he works with, um, some of the other dancers at ABT, like Misty, Devin, mm-hmm. Cassie. Oh, that's I who think. Devin, Devin was talking to oh, us right. about that. So it's yeah. the same coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It yeah. makes me think of when we had Terrell McCraney come mm-hmm. for Midsummer, And obviously you guys acting is a much larger part of your repertoire than right. the Balanchine rep. Yeah. And so we had this coach come in for Midsummer, and we were all very... Um, hesitant about it we okay. weren't interested in as, <laughs> immediately in what he had to say but then as soon as, skeptical. as if you have the right artist come yeah like he actually made things work so well yeah yeah it was just it was all straightforward when he was talking about in midsummer when, when demetrius and helena are having their moment he was like you D- demetrius just can't beat up on helena because you have to think of your arc then yeah. you don't want them to get married in the end. Right. Like you're going to be like, what? No. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So it's just, if you have someone that helps you like simplify things and make it logical, it, it really works. Totally. Yeah. Just like makes sense. I mean, so many of the stories we do, they really don't make much sense. <laughs> so it <laughs> oh, helps. Oh, something like it Don helps. Q. Did he help you with Don Q? Uh, we did work on Don Q mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Because that, that's to me one of the thinnest plots so you oh, got for it. sure <laughs> i know it's but it's pretty fun uh-huh. um yeah so you do revisit roles like Keitri and don q and yeah. uh odette odile and swan mm-hmm. lake yeah. those come back almost every year yeah. so how do you deepen your understanding of those roles and keep it fresh and and moving forward i know well i think like for me swan lake is so hard that it i feel like the challenge is endless and it's like it really is the work of an entire career Mm -hmm. just delving into that ballet um so i feel like i never get bored with that Mm because it's endlessly challenging and the other thing is i think you change Mm -hmm. every year so um 
what you bring to it is going to be different Mm -hmm. regardless, just like your life experiences and we're constantly changing as people. So therefore your interpretation will change as well. Mm -hmm. Do you continue to work with your acting coach even after you or after your premiere, do you mm-hmm. only really work yeah, on it? Do. You do. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. Great. So, do you have kind of approach it in a different way? Like when I was on stage last time, this moment felt like I didn't have a storyline. Totally. Like mm. Yeah. Totally. I, like I'll especially focus on moments that don't feel like genuine or mm-hmm. authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I feel like self conscious, mm-hmm. I'll try to like we'll talk about it and figure out a different way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Right. Something else to think about in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. What sort of, cha- um, of effect does it have when you have a change in partner? Do you often keep a partner from year to year, but I feel like I've had so many different partners. I've never really had like a partnership with anyone. Right. I danced with Daniil a lot mm-hmm. because we were like the same age and like coming up together. Mm-hmm. So we did like our first on cue together mm-hmm. or first one, like, um, but yeah, I've danced with like everyone. I mm. feel like I'm that one size fits all ballerina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, not I mean. Well, you're really. you're little, so the shorter guys can handle that. But yeah. you also look very long. So if you're with a taller man, it's not gonna look strange. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so you recently just finished your second year as director of Ballet Sun Valley. Yeah. How was it this year? It we talked to you so about last awesome. year. Yeah, tell us um, about it. It's so cool. Like I was just saying to the dancers, I had to give so many speeches, which is terrifying, <laughs> but I'm getting better at it. <laughs> <laughs> to the dancers or to the audience? To, I mean, audience. Like everyone, everyone, like sponsors, mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. dancers. Uh-huh. And um, the last day I like was giving a little speech at the closing dinner. And I was just saying that, you know, I love dancing like more than anything in the world, but the highlight wasn't dancing. It was watching all of them dance. Mm. Um, And especially there were people debuting things Mm. and it was so cool. Mm. It was really awesome. But there was, I mean, there obviously there were some small disasters (laughs) along the the way. Like, um, so we had a ton of live music, like a 25 That's person great. orchestra. That's amazing. That's amazing. So incredible. Wow. Conducted by uh, Martin West, the oh, SFB yeah. musical yeah, yeah, yeah. director. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, the orchestra was incredible. But anyways, we had recorded music for a couple of the pieces. And then the first night, the first recorded piece, like Skipped. the sound system just like didn't work. Mm. So we had to shift that piece to the second act and uh, but it, it all worked out they fixed it over right. the intermission and then like people got like a stomach bug so i was like the first victim oh uh, no yeah and i was doing other dances on the opening oh, night with god. Corey. and my god <laughs> people are gonna think that i just like am constantly throwing up because last <laughs> the last podcast yeah. interview we did <laughs> we talked i about talked it. about this too <laughs> oh my so god good. anyways so i like did the potada and then I did my first solo and I was getting to the end of the first solo and I knew that all was not well. Oh no. And I start I was bowing and like my second bow I was like already like pretty much throwing up. So I like ran into the wing, like was puking. Oh Corey did his solo and then people were like giving me Gatorade and I went back out there. I did my second solo and like it finished. Same thing. I like you're not supposed to exit before the coda, but I had to exit. And then I was like, oh, I was bent over the trash, like cancel the coda. <laughs> and Calvin 
Royal, who was yeah. there, he like turned into the stage mom and he was just like, nope, you're going back out there. <laughs> and he kind of like sent me back out. And then we like finished the coda. Um, and it was totally fine after that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad Calvin made me finish it. Uh, it would have been such a downer yeah. if the night ended like that. Yeah. And then the next day, Leonore Bullock um, from Paris oh, Opera Paris Ballet Opera, got yeah. the stomach butt. Aww. And so she was like sick all day and then just was such a trooper, showed up and performed formed sonatine and was like absolutely gorgeous in Mm -hmm. it (laughs) oh my god so you're getting all the stresses of being an artistic director Uh, of a organization well yeah it's hard like i mean it's it's not nearly on the scale of veil obviously that's someday it's only two shows and Mm -hmm. the education day too which is really really cool Mm -hmm. and um this year we actually added a dance class for children with special needs which yeah Cassie and Gabe taught it it was really cool I think everyone was so excited we wanted to take a minute to talk about a wonderful new project run by friend of the pod Janie Taylor Janie has long impressed with a diverse range of talents whether it's her indelible impression as a New York City Ballet principal her sleek costume designs for many new works or her stagings of ballets from today's most sought after choreographers with her latest project, Quartermarks, Janie adds art curator to her list of considerable talents. Quartermarks is a quarterly publication of artwork printed on newsprint, offering a tangible experience meant to bring a sense of discovery, beauty, and joy into the lives of its readers. This newspaper was created in an effort to provide a momentary escape with a collection of beautiful artwork from varying artists in each issue. Readers are encouraged to share and reuse this paper in creative ways. Quartermarks is available by single volume or one-year subscription. To subscribe, check out the website, quartermarksquarterly.com. So how do you, uh, what's your personal approach to programming? What are you wanting to give the audience there? And um, how do you decide what ballets make it onto the programs? Well, I think about the dancers, first of all. I'm like, who do I want to bring? And then what would they shine in? And then also like stuff that I think is good. (laughs) I don't want to put anything on that I think is trash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I think like, I felt like the programming was pretty, (laughs) I'm like just saying, yeah, the programming was great. Well, obviously, (laughs) cause I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you come up with any licensing issues? Cause that's also something you have to take uh, into account too. I think everything like went pretty smoothly. Um, Trying to think like what were some really cool highlights. Um, Well, we had increases and um, Sonatine. I really wanted to bring. I love that ballet. I want to dance it someday. It's so beautiful. It's uh, Miami used to do it a lot. Well, do you want to come out of retirement and we can do it together? (laughs) You have a whole year. You're going to be next year at Ballets on Ballet. Maybe. (laughs) Um, yeah. no, but actually speaking of next year, let's talk about how things change from year to year. Um, cause obviously now you have two years under your belt. So I'm sure you're already thinking about the changes you're going to make for next year to make mm-hmm. things better. What changes did you make from the first year that you were like, this is how we can make things one level up? Um, well, okay. Last year we did this really Im- insanely ambitious thing was <laughs> that was, we had Gemma Bond choreograph a 30 minute piece for, 10 dancers uh-huh. and um with like full on like a set like light pro- or video projections uh-huh. it was intense mm-hmm. and um 
I mean, it was just so hard to get everyone to rehearse. It was mm. so hard to like, there wasn't enough time to tech. It was a newly commissioned score, like a very challenging score. Um, so that was really cool. But that was also me just being naive mm. as a first time director and being like, this is a great idea. It was a great idea. But knowing how much work that was, I would probably not attempt something like that and unless I have like more resources at my disposal mm -hmm. in the future, which is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you do a lot of the fundraising yourself or how involved are you in Actually, that? Actually, not too much. Mm -hmm. um, the executive producer of Ballet Sun Valley is um, this guy, Bob Smellick. He does a lot of that along with Dan Drackett, who's a guy who lives in Sun Valley and mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's the hard yeah. part. It's yeah. not so much fun. Yeah, totally. I, and I'm hoping we'll be able to do next year, but I'm not sure. The dates are really tough mm -hmm. at the Sun Valley Pavilion. So I see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But I definitely am going to keep it going in the future if yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, what's been the biggest challenge with the festival and how have you learned to cope with it? Um, biggest challenge? Just like, I don't know, having time for everything, like, emails oh i hate doing like yeah. literally the second i answer an email another one comes in yes. it's just endless and then i'll be trying to perform like i have my met season right before mm -hmm. and so all i want to do is like throw my phone down the <laughs> toilet and like just focus on dancing right. but yeah so that's probably the biggest challenge is like balancing everything mm -hmm. if there was one dream project that you could do at uh, Valley Sun Valley, what would it be? Um, I think in the future, I would love to like have a, an artistic residency there, mm -hmm. like be able to bring in a, cor a choreographer or choreographers and give them time and space and resources to create and have that be like a big part of it and then mm -hmm. culminating in the shows. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Well, we'll get to this, but I, I just, uh, you know, one thing that's exciting about what's happening in Vail, which is what we're going into uh -huh. now, mm -hmm. um, is that you are finally getting to work with Justin Peck. Oh, yeah. So make him the choreographer in residence and just uh, totally. make him make a lot of ballets on you. Yeah. And then make <laughs> myself the star of every piece. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. very democratic. No, but he's, uh, <laughs> I, he's said to me personally, he's so happy and excited to be working with you and thinks really? you look great in his ballet oh, so cool i'm so excited yeah like well increases tonight it's on yeah it's on um i'm a little nervous because it's such a group effort well michael taught it to me unless you count the times where i had to teach like someone my side spanish spot and not crack <laughs> but <laughs> no you were an excellent ballet master thanks bella he literally taught it to me in three and a half hours the whole ballet but Does you're that like easy. too I'm, I'm actually not really. You but were. I don't know. We got lucky. <laughs> but that's what I feel like. I was so impressed with both you and Deb. And I'm like, you have these major principal dancers who could be total divas. And instead, you're just excited that you get to dance Justin's ballet. Yeah. And rehearsing kind of whenever you can. Yeah. And going over things to make it work. Because you want to show Justin your best self. And you want to do the work justice. So I just think that's a really beautiful thing to have humble artists yeah. whereas yeah. in the past you know even recent past i feel yeah, like you yeah. have it's like an idea that you have to be a certain generation way. of divas totally i i mean i we've like i've talked had so many conversations about this with other dancers mm -hmm. and especially at ebt i feel like 
there's such a generational shift that's mm-hmm. happened in the past couple years. And um, I don't know. I think things are changing. Has anyone ever act- actually encouraged you to sort of emulate that diva persona? Because I've heard that from other people. Mm-hmm. Like people who are yeah. principals and they say, well, this is how yeah, a principal yeah, yeah. should act. Should like act, you yeah. should like have your bar spot and be like treat people this way or terrifying and put everyone down. Has anyone ever said that to you? Um, (laughs) Like, I mean, I have been encouraged to like (laughs) cultivate quote, cultivate my ballerina mystique, (laughs) 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 which I mean, okay. (laughs) I I mean, I just think, (sighs) I think there's a lingering idea there that that's like what people want from a ballerina. Right. But it's not the 20th century anymore. Totally. (laughs) And I think the great thing now with social media is like, if you want to, you can like show a different side of yourself. And I think that makes the transformation even more impressive when you see someone on stage and they're just like taking you to another (laughs) place. Mm -hmm. But then in real life, they're just like humble and cool. Mm -hmm. It's like the the stars, they're just like us kind of thing. It's like (laughs) you're just showing the fun side of yourself through your social media and that you like to joke around and play and all of your, um, we know firsthand that your followers are very active (laughs) because (laughs) when you shared our episode, we were like, oh, hey, twice as many followers and listeners as we've ever had. Cool. Yeah. But they're very best followers. You guys are the best. (laughs) (laughs) They're very invested in you. It's very clear, which is not always the case. So I think that's really. If you were just posting photos of you like, here's my foot again. (laughs) Yeah. It might be less interesting. Right. Right. Well, I just feel like I want everyone to understand that there's a difference between taking your art very seriously and then taking yourself seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah, ideally, like as a principal, you're really hardworking and set a great example Mm -hmm. for the younger dancers, which also means like being nice, being humble. So I think that's great. So important. Um, let's talk a little bit more about increases in working with Justin Peck. You've never worked with him before. This is his first ballet of his that you will be dancing. Yeah. So tell us how the process has been. Well, other than great, so with I Mike. did work with him on Red Sparrow. <laughs> oh, which was, but I mean that was very a very different experience, right. like totally Red different. Red, let's talk about Wait, that let's go second. to Red Sparrow. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's me opening the Gatorade. No, like it's okay. annoying for the listeners. I'm no. drinking Gatorade, <laughs> lemon lime her, Gatorade. Gatorade's listening. I think we have a new sponsor potential. <laughs> me up guys (laughs) we all are having gatorade right now (laughs) so let's talk about red sparrow we want to hear all about what that experience was like for you yeah well it was really cool i mean i just wanted to work with justin so Mm -hmm. actually i think i was in Vail when he like called me and was like telling me about the project and um i I thought it sounded so cool. Like when else am I going to work with Jennifer Lawrence and Francis Lawrence, the director? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I was a little bit like, is it weird to have someone's face on my body? body. And I've like worked so hard to get here. Yeah. Um, But I I don't know. In the end, I'm just so glad I did it. It Mm -hmm. was so cool. Mm -hmm. And Francis was the director, Francis Lawrence. Um, He was just so curious about ballet and so committed to depicting it in a really respectful accurate way Mm -hmm. um and then he also like gave me a cameo at the end where i danced as myself which was really cool yeah yeah well that's great 
How where, was, where did you film it? It was in, in Budapest. In Budapest, right? Yeah. yeah. How was that? It was so cool. <laughs> I bet. So cold. It was January in Budapest. Oh, oh my God. We were freezing. Um, we went to, they have those really famous bathhouses there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to, I forget what it was called, but you know, the really like old art deco one. And that was so fun. Awesome. You bathe in these thermal baths with like all these old men. <laughs> <laughs> How was Jennifer Lawrence? She was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly how she is in interviews, just yeah. very chill, like unfiltered and, <laughs> uh. you know, just exactly how you would expect her to be, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But she was great. Yeah. So back to increases then, how has this experience maybe differed from working with Justin on the film? Well, I think um, it, the piece is such a group effort mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to be the one to mess it up. <laughs> So I'm I'm a little nervous, but um, the pot, there's two potadas that I do with Preston, and they're so cool. It's so fun. I'm just gonna try to kill it tonight. <laughs> you will. We're excited to see it. And ab- about that group, it's a pretty special it's group. Really star-studded. You have, um, yeah. People from ABT, Boston Ballet, mm-hmm. New York City Ballet, and then Patricia repping the 305. 305. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's a really eclectic mix, and then yeah. it somehow really works. Like I love. Like, it's really cool. I mean, well, Preston and you have uh, have uh, like the contrast between like your petite, uh-huh. but like total abandonment, and he's just there for you yeah, at yeah, every he's solid. moment. Yeah, uh, and then like Devin and Pat together, they look totally so different together. backgrounds, mm-hmm. but like there's something that like I guess it's an approach, like an honesty or something yeah. that makes it work so yeah. well. They look so good. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to see it tonight. So let's talk about uh, Vale a little bit more. What, yeah. what, you, how long have you been coming to the festival? Okay, so I think this is my sixth year. Um, I think I was just promoted to soloist when I first came. And then I was the artist in residence um, Oh, three years ago, I think. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. And it's been so amazing. I was telling Heather last night, Heather Watts, that um, the, so the first year I came, I did Black Swan Potato, which is so crazy to do here uh, oh <laughs> if my they God. asked me to do it i would probably be like no thanks what else can i do <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i'd be like oh i think devin knows it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but i remember it, i was just a much i don't know just not established and like way more insecure and Heather just like brought so many new things out of me in Black Swan. Like I remember her being like, think Natasha McCarva and telling me to just like literally touch myself at points. And so I still do that. And it's just those things that just help you, I don't know, gain confidence with the role. Mm -hmm. And then they've also been amazing. Damien and Heather with giving me new opportunities like afternoon of a fawn um increases uh stars and stripes last year flower festival what else have I done bitter earth potada it's like when else am I gonna get to do these things Uh it's so amazing yeah yeah did you ever get in touch with Heather or Damien um, when you were starting to work on Valley Sun Valley kind of for some advice or guidance yeah I well I First of all, I just really wanted to make sure the dates didn't overlap. Yeah, so right. I like reached out to Damien and then I've definitely emailed him at various points being like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he it's like such an inspiration what he's done with this festival and Heather too. It's 
it's incredibly ambitious. Like I feel like every year it gets more and more amazing. Yeah. I mean, to have all these new works, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's and it's so like I feel diverse in every way. Right. It's really, really incredible. Yeah, we certainly saw that last night. I mean, there was Cunningham, Tap, yeah, Romeo and Juliet, yeah. like everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's great. So you continue to amass new repertoire. You have two seasons directing Valley Sun Valley under your belt. What's next? You're going oh, to write an opera? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, vacation, yes. for one thing. Taking vacation at the end of August. Um, my God, I'm such a procrastinator. I haven't even booked one thing yet. All I know is that I, me and my husband have two weeks off together and we're going somewhere. <laughs> Oh, you don't even have a destination no. in mind. Well, my brother lives in London, so I think we're going to meet him in the Scottish Highlands. Oh, amazing. Highlands. 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 I don't know. Um, oh, I'm shooting a music video okay. next week. That's awesome. I don't know if I can talk about this. Um, well, just... Anyways. We'll look out for it. Yeah, look and out for it. It's going to be episode... amazing. James choreographed the yes. solo, oh, and cool. I'm. it's just like me dancing. It's going to be fierce. That's awesome. Yeah. And probably by the time this comes out, maybe it'll maybe be public video. knowledge. Yeah, maybe. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, you guys. Thank love you. Love oh, you. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. We hope that you take a moment to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where we are always posting unique content in honor of each week's guest. And click over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. Those five stars really go a long way in helping us continue to grow the podcast and our brand. See you next week on Conversations on Dance. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.